Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Good morning, Asher. Good morning. It's a new day, July 5th currently. So we're speaking to future. But yesterday was the Independence Day when America founded its independence from Great Britain and left the mother to be a grown man and into the crazy grown man she is today. That's right. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, bro. Also, 52 episodes marks one year of this podcast. Is this the 52nd? This is the 52nd, bro. So every week we hopped on this podcast for an entire year straight, except for the one you missed. Literally last week. (laughs) But that was the only one. So, hey, that's pretty good. I wanted to read this. I found this on Facebook. I found it very interesting. Right. There's this guy that's an ultra runner in the Dallas, Texas area. And he says he's in Grand Prairie area. And he's leaving to go home. And there's a man urinating on his car door. And when he, whenever this guy is named Steve, when Steve queries as to his activity, he confirms that. That's exactly what he's doing because Home Depot is responsible for getting him laid off by Bud Light. He then asks his stream of urine is draining to the middle of the parking lot. In the picture, you could literally see the, <laughs> the urine. He says, he then, as a stream of urine is draining in the middle of the parking lot, attempts to tell me his name, which I couldn't understand due to the intoxication slur he was speaking. He tells me that a pickup across the lot is his and that and then gets in the vehicle shown with his spouse slash whoever. As fate would have it, I was seconds away from eating the Taco Bueno next door, but thought that I could eat healthier at Okay, anyways. Happy ind- independent happy Independence Day, y'all. America's beautiful. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That is pretty crazy. Crazy America, dude. <laughs> Anyways, so um, today I get the opportunity to go to a trail in southeast Texas where we have the potential to put on a huge, huge race. This thing could be huge. It's right between three major big cities. It's between Shreveport, Louisiana, slash Alexandria, Houston, and Dallas, and it's right in between. And it's a 28-mile-long trail out one way. So, I am happy to announce Sabine Trail Runs on January 13th, 2024. We're going to have a 100K to where it's going to be an out-and-back 100K. I don't think this exists in Texas. This is revolutionary. 
I've been talking with the people who maintain the trails. It's the Golden Triangle Sierra Group. Shout out to them. We're going to be raising money for them at the race also. They're going to come out and help um, as far as aid stations go and stuff, but they're maintaining the trails. Um, they're the ones that do all that. And so, yeah, that's going down. We're, we're, I, I want to do some things in Texas that don't exist that you have to travel other places for. You have to travel other places just to go get, you know, a 60-mile um, outback trail run. You know, Leadville, I think it is, is a 50-mile outback. Um, so, you know, this this is cool because you don't see the same thing the whole time. It's different, except for maybe like the aid stations. But like you're seeing two different perspectives on the way out and on the way back. Right. So it's different. And it's going to be January. It's going to be nice and cold. It's going to be great, man. So what do you think about that, Asher? I like it. Um, we don't really, we don't have any races down there necessarily. And in between near Houston specifically, like we don't have any. So that would be nice for our Houston people. Actually, I have a friend who is from Houston and trail runs and she, uh, she's always telling me, she's like, y'all's, y'all's races are so far. I need one closer to me. So this will be good for her to, to hear about and to know about so now now listen we're gonna need all the help we can get seriously volunteer wise we're gonna need those overnighters um so i just want to put that out there ahead of time and so yeah but but i got a guy and i told him i i might talk about him i'm going to talk about him his name is mark i'm training him he's i'm for those you for those of you who don't know i do coaching on through texas outlaw writing and I am coaching this guy named Mark. And <clears throat> this guy, he doesn't run more than 20 or 30 miles a week. Um, and, you know, you have to build up slowly, right? But this guy, he is signing up for all these 60Ks. And then he has 100K in August. And he's trying to do a 60K a week before his 100K in August. But he's running 20, 30 miles a week. But I'm trying to build him up solely so he doesn't get injured. Yeah. So with that, I wanted to talk about uh, these people and these these people that think it's a good idea to sign up spontaneously for these big distance races with not a lot of training under their belt. Um, it just depends on who you are and what your goal is. Cause like, yeah, whenever I hear that, um, it's like, I, you know, personally, I wouldn't be going out and running 60 K before the week before a hundred K, but if you're the type of person, and I think there's a lot of validity to 20, 30 miles, 40 miles a week and going and doing a 60 K. Like if you're not, if your goal isn't to go out and win, you know, or, set crazy records then you know you're gonna be the person in the back or in the middle probably more likely that's just trudging along getting through it and uh the ultra ultra marathons you know they aren't they aren't this big sprint they aren't even like a marathon or a half marathon where they're a threshold run pretty much the entire time um so i I think i think we can do those those things and be fine um and I guess, like you're saying, your only concern is injury. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Um, but that that's something you as the coach get to watch out for. And, is, and they're like, you know, you're, you're putting 160K worth of racing in your legs in seven days. Let's maybe, uh, you know, consider what that's going to do to our body. Um, well, we both we both agree that he's, he's going to do a 60K next weekend. And we're going to see how his legs feel a week after that. Yeah. And we're both going to go from there. And he listens to the podcast. So, Mark, Dude. shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. I told him we'd be talking about this. Um, but and, uh, dude, and, dude, if it's like uh, just if you're doing this for the sake of, you know, questioning whether or not you can do it, uh, I love that. I think that's what ultramarathon's about, you know, yeah. doing hard, long efforts, just grinding um, and seeing what you can do not necessarily playing it safe. Um, I like, I like that part of our community too. Like respect to those. You know, it makes me think that is actually easier than doing a hundred miles all at once. It's easier to do a 60 K and then do a hundred K a week later, which is basically, that's a hundred miles. That's easier to do that than to just do it all at once. So, you know what, Mark, you can do it, but it's up to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got Asher's expertise in on it now. Um, and for, for those of you who don't know, Asher's also a coach on there. So if you guys want to are interested in uh, being coached by Asher, he's on there too. But something I, I really wanted to touch on, dude, that I think is a big thing in America that needs to be touched on. It's this. So today we're supposed to record the bullet 710, right? Well, as you could see, I was a few minutes late sending over the link. You know why I was? Why was that? Because this morning I was trying to eat my cereal and my wife was talking to me. And I told her I had to eat, meaning I had to get the word in. She knew that. like I ha- Because every morning I got to read the Bible. I got to get the word. The Bible, uh, the, the Bible says that the word of God is, like, is, is food for our soul, right? So that's what I was doing. I said, listen, I got to eat before, before I, um, before I hop on the podcast and before I leave. Right. So as soon as I said that, cause she's telling me about a dream she had last night. As soon as I, I, I said that she just stopped talking and walked off. And I was like, I mean, I was like, come on. So anyways, I read God comes first, you know? I read, did some stuff that I needed to do this morning, and then I and then um, I didn't even send over the link yet. And then she she's doing something. And I go talk to her. I'm like, hey, listen. I was like, don't feel like you can't tell me stuff. First off, and I was like, don't be mad. I just had to. I just I was trying to explain the situation to her. And then she was like getting stuff together because she's um, working on teaching a a class or something in the future. And so I was like. It's it was seven ten at that time, and we needed to hop on this podcast to get recording because I told you seven ten on the man of my word, right? So at that moment, I was like, hmm, "Do I help my wife and serve her, or do I be a man of my word?" Guess what I did? Helped your wife. Helped my wife and served her because guess what? The family always comes first before anything work or recreational related. So that's what I did. I, t- I took this big old sign to the van for her and dropped it off, you know, 
put it down there for her, and then I came back up here, and then I sent you the link, right? But it made, it made me think of this, that there's a lot of people who put working or doing stuff or doing their own thing, their own selfish thing above their spouse slash and or family, right? And is that okay is the question because priorities in life, I'll give mine. We have God as number one, which is, can be a struggle sometimes, to be honest. All right, number two, we got the family, which is just currently me and my wife, our parents, maybe. You know, we talk to them every week. Um, and then we have work. And then we have recreational activities like running, cycling, stuff like that, right? And I could see so many times where I don't know why it's such a stereotype, but the dad gets stuck at work working on something or he works all day, comes home. Everyone's excited to see him. And then he goes and goes to the gym, whatever, you know, and you get that stuff done in the morning, but that is not okay. Because at the end of the day, when you're all old and frail, and you ain't moving around like you used to. You know, families, like we said before, I think we've talked about this. Family is pretty much all you got. And I think that needs to be a priority. And I think you're happier. I think generally you are a happier person if you put your priorities in life in that order. Now, listen, I'm a 21-year-old 20, quote-unquote kid. So I don't have all the stuff in life figured out. But based off of what I see other people doing, if if you put God first and then your family second and then everything else you do under that work and then whatever else, right? Apparently there seems to be a bunch of happy old people because they did that and they're all happy and they're all like the glad with the life they lived. And so, I mean, if you do that, then there you go. And well, let me, let me say something real quick. I think you're spot on. Um, but the reason that God sets that up that way is because think about what it does. Um, whenever the husband, you know, he's supposed to be the spiritual leader of the house. Right. Whenever the husband he's supposed is, to be, he's supposed to be, he represents Jesus to the church. Right. The church being the wife. And if I'm leading by example as the husband, what does it look like to not only my wife, but, you know, if I had children, what does it look like to my children if I start putting my work or my workout before my family? So I've got family obligations, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put my work above that today. What does that, what does that tell your wife? Oh, well, maybe that's okay for me to do, or maybe, maybe he doesn't value, you know, it starts, it creates doubts and it also creates an environment for other things to get out of line. So I think you're exactly right. And another point or another thing I wanted to say was unprovoked. I have the exact same emotion. Way, bro. We got the yeah. same devotional, bro. Bro, when you pulled it up, I was like, no shot. And <laughs> I, pulled, I have it on my bedside table right next to me. Are you so, on? Hey, question. So, are okay, for those of you, you listening, we have a devotion called Stand Strong 365 Devotions for Men by Men. Okay, are you on July 5th devotion? <laughs> no, I started, uh, somebody sent this book to me like June 15th. So I'm only on like, January 30th, maybe, or whatever. So, my parents got this for me for Christmas. Yeah. 
That's funny. We have the exact same one. Yeah. It's hilarious. I was like, that's awesome. But yeah, bro, I think you're exactly right. God, family, everything else. And that's yes. that. That's the line. That's the order that God set it up in for uh, a purpose, and it's for our benefit over everything. Boom, boom. Mike's right there, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's our opinion for the day. <laughs> Think what you want. <laughs> no, um, yeah. So, <clears throat> which this is a completely other topic that we could talk on but i think it'd be really interesting to talk about people who don't want to have kids oh yeah because personally i want to have four which i heard once you once you have the first one or two you end up changing your mind and ask you how many do you want to have i want to have at least four because they always say whenever you have three or you you told me this yeah you pointed it out you said when you have three you might as well have a fourth so that uh, you have an even number, two and two, and nobody's ever left out. Boom. And Carly told me that. <laughs> so I want to have at least four, maybe five. We'll see. Depends on my wife, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hit our time limit, believe it or not. Sure enough. Sure enough, yeah. So that's enough of that. I'm really excited for this new race we're working on, guys. So being trail runs, this is going to be a big thing. I can already see it. I'm getting the logo designed. Right now, It's a uh, there's a trail crossing like a creek, creek slash a river. And I have a white-tailed deer jumping over this, tra- over this river. And in the background, there's like dead oak trees and stuff because that's kind of what it's going to look like. But it's going to be a really cool race. There are a lot of creek crossings and all that fun stuff. And so... It's going to be a crazy one for Asher and I to put on. Hopefully, if Asher can do it, if he's not moved to Florida by then. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a cool race if you could throw it together. So, but our next one we got coming up. So, whenever you guys are listening to this, it's going to be Monday. And then Asher and I are going to be leaving a few days later and we're going to be going and putting on the Noche Trail Runs. We got a couple spots left for it. So if you're listening on Monday, make sure y'all get signed up because it's probably about sold out by the time y'all tune in Monday. Um, right now, we're recording a f- like a few days before, and we only have 28 spots left. So it probably be more like 20 to 15 spots left by the time y'all are listening to this. So link in description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you share this with your friends or family or for anyone who you think needs to hear this hear the message of the priorities and what they should be in life um you got anything asher yeah i was gonna say if you are a podcast listener and you are coming to the noche uh come say hi you know we love we love meeting you guys and interacting with you guys that's always awesome so yeah and yeah, if you're on the fence if you're on the fence about going to the noche you should go so we can see you yeah and be ready for the hill i'll leave it at that yeah actually i don't think yeah you haven't been there yet okay anyways all right that's enough of that y'all we'll see y'all next monday on shooting the bull